This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Bullhawk here, man. So, yo, just a little different. I'm actually driving in my car right now, but um, I realized the audio on the live show wasn't the best as far as when I was talking. I was a little too hyped, so I was talking into the mic, so it was breaking up. So, if you was just listening to the, the latest live episode, Colin Kaepernick versus the NFL workout, I just wanted to uh, provide a part two to the bonus episode. So, I just wanted to make sure everybody heard my thoughts clearly uh, because, like I said, I realized that the mic was going real choppy when I was talking. So here's my thing with Kaepernick, which I call the 52 Fake Out Workout episode. Um, a lot of folks have really disappointed me in a sense of that they made this whole ordeal like so cut and dry that they kind of miss what's really going on when it comes to capping the NFL. Um, just listen to Stephen A. Smith, listen to Shannon Sharp, listen to Max Kellerman, listen to Nick Wright, listening to everybody and anybody who's weighed in on the subject. I become disappointed in t- with the folks who just feel like, you know, with Cap should have just did anything that the NFL wanted, just anything, because. These are coming from individuals who negotiate contracts, right? These are coming from individuals who have uh, been involved in uh, counter offers and things of that nature. And nobody in their right mind when it comes to business is really going to just agree to something that's giving you a deadline that really makes you uncomfortable. Like from the jump or when they asked Kaepernick and his team to work out. You know, you got two hours to respond. We're going to give you the names of the teams that will be attending. And then the day before, you know what? We're not going to be providing you with that info that we said we're going to be providing you with. It just seems like so many things were changing. And it just amazes me when folks have an issue when a player starts to demonstrate their business acumen. And they start to, in, in the lack of better words, buck the system. Because everybody wants you to be a part of the status quo. Everybody is so comfortable with the person that's been wrong to just forgive and move on. You know, it's, it's, that, it's, that, it's that gray line when it comes with religion. And if you practice uh, Christianity and people expect you to just forgive, no matter what somebody does to you, they will use that and say, you just need to forgive. If you're a Christian, you, like, you forget everything and every wrongdoing that somebody's did for you. If you just forget something that somebody's done to you and you don't learn from it, then you're practicing insanity. Like, if they wrongdo you again, that's not their fault. That's your fault. You should have learned from that experience and your antennas need to be up and you have to adjust that agreement. And when it comes to Kaepernick, if the NFL has demonstrated they, that they have colluded in the past, 
they had this settlement with you so you wouldn't go further when it comes to the court system. And your brother Eric Reed has then signed. And no team has wanted to work you out for three years. You mean to tell me that the NFL can release some type of communication during the week and 25 teams will show up within a few days of that communication being released? If that's not a demonstration that something's wrong, then I don't know what it is. So for them to add an addendum or or an additional section, it was Section 7 under waiver that basically said that you will waive any rights that you have for the future that if the NFL wrongs you in any way that you can't take legal action. Now, this is not just a colluding. Just say if Cat would have played and um, got injured and, and the doctors botched his surgery or it was a, some type of CTE uh, lawsuit or anything that deals with the NFL, they basically wanted Cap to sign. Basically, it was like a hush contract like you sign this you're suppressed you can't say nothing you can't say nothing your kids can't say nothing their kids can't say nothing and you got so many folks who are out here saying oh it's just a waiver just go out there and work out like cap is too far in deep into this to just be able to just act like he didn't take a knee act like he didn't stand up for social justice act like he didn't fight the nfl for him just to sign this and be suppressed and now it's all honky-dory because, hey, they let you back in the NFL. Do you know how much vitriol be sent his way by his own folks? And I'm talking as far as African-American and those who support him. Do you know how vicious African-Americans are towards their own? If you don't believe me, just look how vicious Stephen A. is when it comes to an, an African-American issue because he is an African-American male. He would take it upon himself to be that much more vicious because he feels like he has that platform because he is the same race as the person that has done something wrong that looks like him. And we do that in the media. Like, we will go crazy on our own double time. And in this instance, I just feel like this wasn't the place where if you are somebody in the media and you look like Kaepernick, that you just want to push the needle. And I'm not saying you co-sign everything cap do at first i was kind of iffy about the kuta kente shirt and then i just realized the analogy of wearing the kuta kente shirt kuta kente in the movie was somebody who was relentless in his principles and did not waver no matter what and that was the reason why he wore the kuta kente shirt you know and i think some so, so folks get so emotional that the littlest thing they would use that to say up oh, see this is why i can't ride with them and, and with Stephen a smith to to take it upon himself to be so quick to go at Colin Kaepernick without really getting all the facts from the waiver because he made that video and then he doubled down and we know Stephen A. Smith he's going to double down. The only only thing I didn't I've seen him really back off was when he went off on Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant called him a liar and he went in on Kevin Durant and it took people in Kevin Durant's camp to really approach Stephen A. and be like, "Yo, fam, like you really wrong," and that's when he had that that recent. ESPN Plus sit down with Jay Williams and Kevin Durant and now be Kevin Durant's boy because Kevin Durant ain't throwing you know damn darts at him no more but I think folks need to just realize man that this entire process was a publicity stunt and we're back at square one but just pay attention to this one thing and I don't want to hold y'all up 
just realize how each individual NFL team was so quick to go ahead and attend this workout for Colin Kaepernick at Flowery Branch at the Falcons facility as soon as the NFL stated that they were going to create a workout for him. What changed? Were so many teams that afraid of the brass of the NFL that they didn't want to bring in Cap? Is that not confirmation that there was some collusion going on and that Cap was right to not sign that waiver? Or are we just so caught up in, he, you know, well, well, does he really want to play? Like, we, the workout was self-explanatory. Cap was, is, a, is a former NFL quarterback, a former quarterback that started in the Pro Bowl, has always been said to have an elite arm when it comes to the velocity and how long he could throw the football. So the workout didn't show us anything we did not know. The only thing the workout didn't show us is how his mobility really is when you got 300-pound guys chasing you and you in the pocket and you have on a helmet and shoulder pad. But we got so many people really arguing amongst each other that we're basically regurgitating the same things and folks are still regurgitating the same false narratives as far as teams that wanted to sign. Like, let's get this out, let's get this out for the last time. Once Kaepernick took his knee and once he was told either you're going to be cut or you just need to opt out, Nobody offered Kaepernick a contract. Nobody. Kaepernick never said that he wouldn't take X amount of dollars. Kaepernick never put out there that he wanted to only be a starter. All those narratives are false. The one thing that I can't agree with is that his girlfriend pretty much messed up the chances of Baltimore really taking a closer look at bringing him in to camp. And yes, the Vidal Castro shirt did hurt his chances of allowing the Miami Dolphins to get him a further look. But the Seattle Seahawks never offered a contract to Kaepernick. They never worked Kaepernick out. They brought him in, and they had a sit-down. That was it. No team has asked Kaepernick to sign a contract since he took the knee. When it came to the Denver Broncos, they wanted to trade Kaepernick before the 2016 season, and they wanted him to... uh, take a pay cut he had a 20 plus million dollar guaranteed contract the Broncos wanted him to cut it in half and basically make 14 million dollars over the next two years and he said no to that so that's not turning down a contract you can't turn down a contract when you are already under contract he did not agree to the the renegotiations to take a pay cut during the trade process so that is not turning down a contract for the Denver Broncos that is I'm, my fault, man. Somebody was trying to cut in front of me. That is basically saying I'm not taking a pay cut. Dismissing the contract is saying I am jobless and, and somebody's offering you a contract. So I just want to get that out there and the facts from that matter out of there, out there. But when it comes to this workout, man, it was fraudulent from the jump. Any other time somebody's having a workout, if you are a prospect and and the NFL is got you know inquiring information about you, especially quarterbacks, you can pretty much um, pick the location. They come to you. They will let you know what teams are coming. You can make sure you have the receivers of your liking for your timing. You create your script. When it came to Kaepernick, he didn't know his receivers. He didn't know the script. 
He didn't know the teams that were coming. And that wasn't a location that he chose. Why don't we just treat Kaepernick like a college quarterback? When they go to the individual workouts for college quarterbacks and teams go visit, guess what? It's a location that that prospect chooses. It's receivers that the prospect chooses. It's a script that the prospect chooses. They run the show. And if it is going to be televised, you, you better be damn sure it's going to be live. But that's it, man. It's just a bonus to the bonus part two, man. So I holler at y'all, man. It's the Ball Hawk Show. Make sure you subscribe. And I apologize again for the audio for the live show. When I was talking, um, I, my mic was a little too hot. So y'all be easy, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.